0: This podcast is a production of WCWP, LIU Public Radio. Check out our lineup of original programs, listen live, or support by visiting
1: WCWP.org.
0: Welcome to Glen Cove Spotlight. I'm Carol and I Pell. you're listening to 88.1 FM WCWP. This week on Glen Cove Spotlight, we are joined by Kim Valensis, co-founder of The Porch Pantry. They are a nonprofit run solely by volunteers with a direct purpose to end local hunger. And we have so much to talk about this hour, Kim. So thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Carolyn, for having me. This is great. I know we're going to talk so much about the Porch Pantry, but I would just love to know a little bit more about you. I know we both live in Glen Cove, but I really actually don't know much about you, Kim. So
1: (laughs) are you a Glen Cove native? I'm not. I'm not. We've been here 11 years now um, from Bayside and Douglaston, Queens, originally, so not so far away um and we moved here like I said about 11 years ago um and we love it we love it we wouldn't we're so glad we're here we wouldn't want to be anywhere else what do you love about it I, I mean the community this community I say it all the time to friends and family who don't live here um I feel we are extremely unique um unlike even other towns in Long Island we are such you know, a true community. We support each other. Uh, we look out for each other, whether it's through our schools or through the many organizations. Um, and the Porch Pantry is is a perfect example of that. Mm-hmm. And I know you are super involved in the schools, right? I am. I mean, I like to think I am. I was very involved um, in our PTAs throughout um, my children's school careers. My son is going into his 10th temp- well, his 10th grade year at the high school. Um, so I've stepped back a little bit from PTA, but I was vice presidents and presidents and secretaries of various PTAs um, at Daisy and Landing and the middle school um, from the time he started kindergarten. So, yeah. That's
0: fabulous. And um, I know both your kids, I know you feel have had a wonderful education. Uh,
1: amazing. Amazing. I I couldn't be happier Um, with the Glen Cove School District and and all they've given to both of my children. My daughter's a college graduate. We moved here when she started her middle school career. And our middle school was was so impressive for her and gave her so much. And my son has been a Glen Cove public school student since day one Mm -hmm. from kindergarten on. um, And he's just flourished. And I I can't say enough. And I uh, I, I'll be honest, I wish I wish our district got more credit than it tends to get because uh, we're doing some wonderful things and always looking to improve. Um, and it's it's really uh, it's it's a great place to be. I couldn't be happier.
0: I agree with you. I wish our district, you know, got more kudos, because I think they do such a fabulous job. So Absolutely. and thank you for sharing that experience about your kids. I think that's helpful to people that are tuning in. And sometimes people, you know, are making a decision about where to live. And I think it's helpful for them to hear so that their kids, all of my friends whose children have been through Glen Cove have been super happy. Absolutely. Yeah, I
1: mean, we we really, we couldn't be happier. And, and it's, it's, as I mentioned before, it's such a community okay. and the parents are so involved and it's such a collaborative effort with administration and, and, you know, I'm not saying that there aren't things that could be fixed, of course, as in any school district anywhere in this country um, and on Long Island, but um, we are doing a, a really, a really great job. And um, I'd love to see that, that, that word get out a lot more about our school mm-hmm. district right well we're trying right we are we absolutely are we've got some great people on our board of education we've got a superintendent that works hard for us and we've got amazing teachers and administrators so Mm -hmm. so we we are we are definitely doing that work excellent kim
0: do you have any favorite things to do in glen cove i know you live near morgan park if i remember right
1: we do. We do. Um, we love uh, the beaches. I'm a total beach rat. I love the beach. Uh, I would say primals is my happy place. Mm. Um, and I'll tell you, I couldn't be happier about all the improvements that have gone on. Um, especially in these last few months at primals at Morgan's, um, our, you know, our, our, some of our, our, uh, our community members, our DPW guys, our parks and recreation, um, I know Councilman Figazi Scagliola has done an amazing job um, helping and, and, and doing what she can to get our downtown improved. Um, so between the beaches and just our, our community as a whole, you know, we love it. We love it.
0: Speaking of downtown,
1: do you ever go for the music on Friday night? We do. We do. Um, we haven't actually gone this summer. It just hasn't worked out. But in the past years, especially pre-COVID, we absolutely went. And um, it's always in the calendar. And it's always something I love doing and, and we, our friends love to do. Again, it's just part of you know what makes this community unique
0: i know and i've been i've made it to a couple of um concerts and just the crowds have been tremendous it's really been fabulous and um everybody is still distancing and you know it's nice but what fun and just you feel the
1: energy of the city it's so great completely completely that and that's what it is you, you run into people you know my kids see people they know um it's 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 terrific our whole downtown i mean they've done the crosswalks and the planters it's just the lights um everything looks so so inviting um and you know all the you know the new development you know some say it's too big it's too this it's too that but it's here and and i think it's um it's improved the look of our downtown i think it looks terrific Mm -hmm. and those um the concerts are terrific and then all the other stuff that we'll have in the fall the halloween parade and the holiday events in december um Yeah, my friends tease me that I live in a Hallmark movie. (laughs) You know, I was on the fence a
0: little bit when that building first went up and my good friend Dan, who was a part of this show, he had um, said to me, you know, I think that building is one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. And he went on to tell me why. And I, it really, it opened my, my mind and my eyes and I thought, you know, he's really right. And, you know, it's just, and I also know they're really filling, they're doing a great job with filling, but just bringing that energy to the downtown and to Glen Cove. And um, I think we'd all just love to see more retail there and more people out shopping and, you know, more restaurants. So I think that's the big hope there, you know, and that it just brings more and more people in.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I agree. You know, I too was hesitant in the beginning about the development both in the downtown and just around the corner from me at, at the Garvey's development. But it's just improved, you know what was there, um, and like like you, I would love to see more retail. I know our our bid, our business improvement district, is working really hard um, to to do that, and, and you know they they post a lot of stuff on their social media, and they do so much for our community, um, and this just helps them and. You know, no matter how you feel about different developers or developments, you know, um, it was RXR, they are doing their their part, it seems, sponsoring things and and trying to, um, you know, open up the community more, um, bring in my, what was walking this morning down at the New Garvey's Point. Um, it's beautiful. It's just absolutely, it's a beautiful place to walk, to grab a cup of coffee, the farmer's market on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. It's. It's really, I, we couldn't be happier. We couldn't be happier. And before it was big, empty lots of, you know, overgrown and, and as a neighbor of that development, sure. I put up with a little noise for a little while, having it being built, but it wasn't even that bad. Um, but now it's it's beautiful. It's mm-hmm. it's a great place to walk and to be. And and practically speaking, my home value has improved. So who absolutely, could, who could argue with that? Um, I
0: agree with you. So yeah, again, I just recently,
1: here, you know, yeah, we might as well enjoy it.
0: <laughs> I agree. I just recently did a walk with the Glen Cove Senior Center. It was um, a day called Walk with a Doc. And we did the whole walk down all the way to the end. And I haven't done that yet. It was just so pretty. And I was so impressed with everything they've done and all the plantings and the seating and the lighting. So they have done a nice job. They really, yeah, have. And I think it's
1: lovely that they've opened it up to the community as, yes. a, as a whole, not just the residents of those buildings. You know, we have Mercantante Beach down there, which while it's not you know, a bathing beach, so to speak, for many people. There's um, our our Parks and Recreation Department, our Youth Services Department put kayak racks there, mm-hmm. which I know was at the request of, of residents, as well as the ones at tribals But we have kayak racks there now. And we can kayak and we can use the beach over there near the Hempstead Harbor Club. There are public restrooms mm-hmm. um, all along there and places to sit and watch the sunset. It's lovely. It's just all lovely. Right. Glen Cove should do a commercial with us in it. They should. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're the biggest cheerleaders. <laughs> right, yeah, we are. We are. And I always say, you know, I'm not from here. As, as you asked me earlier, I, you know, I haven't been here my whole life. And whether it's our schools or, you know, the new, new spaces we have or the old spaces, I love the history of going Um I tell people all the time, I, there's no place, you know, I would never want to live south of 25. I love it back in here. You know, I am with you. <laughs> My line is, people say, you're so far from everything. And I always tell people, I would rather live five minutes from the beach and 20 Mm -hmm. minutes from Target than the other way around.
0: Thank you. Amen. I'm with you. And I was born and raised in Huntington, but I've been here now about 32 years. So just love it. Super happy. I'm such a North Shore girl at heart. So-
1: (laughs) I grew up in Bayside. So, Bayside's the North Shore, too, So even though we're
0: Queens. (laughs) Right. But you're right by the water. So, tell me, in Glen Cove or in the surrounding areas, do you have any local merchants? I know you really always love to keep it hyperlocal. Is there anybody you love to go to to shop or eat?
1: I do. I mean, well, right here in Glen Cove, um, one of the places I love is, is Clay Nation, which is owned mm-hmm. by Julie Poppas, who's a, a local mom, and she's got kids in our schools. Um, and her, it's, it's a creative space, which is amazing. I love art and anything creative. And it's not just for kids. Um, they have ladies' nights or, or adult nights. I guess you shouldn't say ladies. Men can go, too. Um, I, I love to get gift cards from there for gifts, whether it's for adult or children, Um, So that's a favorite spot, Um, uh, you know, even in our surrounding areas up up in Seacliff, uh, Restoration Oak, Mm -hmm. um, which is a great shop if you haven't been up on uh, Glen Cove Avenue. And they actually were a great supporter recently of of the Porch Pantry with a fundraiser for us. Um, I like going down to Tessa Reed and Locust Valley. Um, where uh, Royal Native, which is a, a Glen Cove mom, um, her line is sold and other great accessories and clothing and the bookstore in Locust Valley. So, um, you know, we've got some great stuff in the surrounding areas and then just, I love the down again, the downtown of Glen Cove for our kids, you know, the movie theater and the pizza and mm-hmm. the sushi and, and ice cream and Starbucks. It's, it's such a nice feeling to know our kids can just go and walk and, Right. You know, fifty people they know are going to see them, so they can't get away with much. Hopefully, <laughs>
0: that's true. They can't not in this town. <laughs>
1: everyone knows everyone. So, um,
0: and you do don't you go know. for. Do you have a favorite coffee place? Is it Starbucks?
1: Uh, no, I'm a Dunkin Donuts girl, though. I will say, um, I've started popping into Brendel's, which is the new bagel place Mm -hmm. down at Garby's. They've got some nice coffee selections as well, but, um, but I love the crew over at the uh, Brewster street, Dunkin Donuts. They're, they're very good to me every morning. They know just how I like my coffee.
0: That's perfect. So you walk in and they're like, okay, we got you.
1: Exactly. I mean, I, I, I use the app and they laugh. If, if I'm just ordering my own, they'll say to me, oh, is your husband in the city today? Because they know, you know, normally I'm picking up for both of us. and they question, was there a mistake? You know, you don't get that in Hicksville. The Hicksville Dunkin' Donuts people are not asking you, you know, if everything's okay with the family. And here, right. you know, like I said, it's the beauty of Glen Cove. Everyone knows each other.
0: Right. We have that small town feel. For sure. We really we do. do. <laughs> Definitely. Um, any hobbies? Any interests? I mean, I know you're interested so much in the porch pantry and you've poured your heart into it, but anything else that you do during free time that you love to do?
1: Um, Well, like I said, I love the beach. So (laughs) as long as, as long as, well, even when the sun isn't shining, that's usually where I can be. Um, Anything artistic or crafty. I love decorating. Kind of that was my COVID project was to redecorate part of the house, at least. Um, I like to cook. So I do a lot of cooking. Um, and Any favorite with- things to cook? Um, a lot of Italian. I'm, I'm Italian, married to a Greek, so a lot of that sort of stuff. Though lately, trying to expand to healthier options. Um, and with this time of year, we've got all the farmers markets between the farmers market and the farms. Um, oh my
0: gosh, our farms! Um, right, right.
1: Oh, um, Young's yeah. Farm, Rod Camps, oh. Youngs. I mean, I've grown up even living in Queens. I grew up going to Young's. Um, now I've discovered a new one called the Farm at Revere which is like a co-op, uh, like a CSA, you pick up a box, you order it from her. Where freshman. is that? She's right near Young's, um, just off Hegeman's Lane. <laughs> but you, um, you check, I think she has a website, uh, the Farm at Revere, or maybe it's a Facebook page, actually. Okay. It's the Farm at Revere. And you order from her um, when you'd like to. You we, we don't have to commit. And uh, everything I've gotten from her so far has been amazing, just amazing. And then I grow my own tomatoes and pots. So, <laughs> so okay. not too bad. Well, anytime
0: yeah. you want to cook a big Greek, it's, you know, Greek and Italian dinner. I'm there. Those are probably oh, two of my oh, favorite. Foods.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Oh, and I have a ton of Greek cookbooks, but I'll fill you in on that another time. Why? So, yeah, I love both. They're so good. Definitely. Um, well, we're going to dive into the porch pantry, but anything else you want to share with us? Anything about your family or any big influences in your life?
1: Oh, influences. I mean, really so many. It's You know, my my mom and my sisters both all, well, I have two sisters. My mom lives here in Glen Cove, right next door to me, actually. My sisters live out of state, um, but they're, they're all, they were all, uh, my mom's retired now, but business people and uh, my sisters- um, do very well and, and are very inspiring. They work extremely hard, both of them. Um, and honestly, so many of the fellow, like Glen Cove mom—not just moms, but women—who um, do so much around here, whether it's through the PTA or board of education, or um, you know, running for city council, you know, coaching their kids. So many um, really great uh, women role models, um, even and peers. But that you just uh, you kind of feel like you need to do more to keep up with them, which, which I guess is how the porch pantry started, because um, there's there's not many here that I know who, you know, who sit around and, and can't can't claim to do a lot for the community um, and for each other. Um, so they just so many of them are just so inspiring on a regular basis that it, it makes you want to do better and be better.
0: I love that. I love having those types of people you know in my life and you know and that they do they just push you to be better and and be a better person and to strive more and give back and you know do good so i think that's a beautiful thing real quick did your mom move to glen cove to be right near you and the grandkids she did she She moved in
1: to into her house two months right next door before we moved into ours (laughs) so
0: so it was planned
1: yeah yeah Uh, we fell upon it kind of this the house next door was for sale just as we were buying ours and it was, we call it the little house and uh, it just worked out that way.
0: Oh, how perfect is that? That's beautiful. Nice. Well, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we are going to really dive in and learn all about the porch pantry. Kim, thank you for being here today. And can't wait to learn all about the porch pantry. Um, I'm Carolyn Ipel. You're listening to Glen Cove Spotlight on 88.1 FM WCWP.org. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Glen Cove Spotlight. I'm Carol and I'm Held. You're listening to 88.1 FM WCWP. And I just want to say before we dig into the porch pantry with Kim Valensis, who's joined us today, um eric schumann we are all thinking about you and cheering you on for those of you that know eric he's my co-host of this show and right now he's dealing with some health challenges and you are in our thoughts and we are just all lifting you up so we got this buddy and we'll see you when you get back okay so kim thanks again for joining us today on Glen cove spotlight and um so Anxious to hear more about the Porch Pantry and all the good work. And I, I think, if I'm correct, you started it actually during the pandemic, correct?
1: We did. Um, and I, I can't take credit for it alone. Um, I have two amazing co- uh, co-founders along with myself, um, Kit Raperzias, who's a local Glencove mom as well. Um, she has two children in our school district. And uh, Kirsten Kenny, who is one of our teachers at Glen Cove Middle School for many years. Um, and we started the Porch Pantry uh, on, it was actually Monday, March 16th um, of uh, 20, I guess what, well, where are we here? 2020, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the, that first Monday that school closed um, because of the pandemic. And I guess at the time, we didn't know it was gonna, going to be the Porch Pantry, Um, our middle school, for those that don't know, has always run a food pantry. Um, that was, and that's how, how Kirsten Kenny and I connected. Um, the, the, the middle school ran a pantry that was run by students. It was a club of sorts. Um, and it was part of the, like a Kiwanis, uh, junior offshoot. Um, and when, obviously when the pandemic hit school closed, the pantry closed along with it. At the time, I was the PTA president of the middle school, and I had been passing on the Friday, the 13th, that school closed. I had said to my uh, son's guidance counselor, I said, Hey, take my number home with me this weekend if you're not going to get back in the building. And I know we have families um, in our district who depend on that pantry. So if anybody needs food, you know, I can reach out to some friends. We can mobilize and we can get some people some food. Keep me posted. Well, Kirsten Kenny reached out to me that that Monday um, and said, what can we do? And we had that first week we had seven families. So I reached out to six other friends in the community and we each took a family and we shopped and we delivered some groceries. And it literally just snowballed from there. I think the second week we had 35 families and then we had 60 and, and so on and so on. Um, and it just grew and grew. Uh, I have a big front porch on my house and people started dropping off food, um, started offering to do, you know, uh, the grocery shopping and things like that started cleaning out their cabinets. Um, and we did what we could slowly, but surely um, with families who previously had taken advantage of our middle school pantry. Our high school, um, which also has a food pantry, was also starting to mobilize um, to, to give out and distribute food. And our school district was starting to give out food Um, But as you know, with the pandemic, everything was we were all thrown into everything so quickly and it took a while to to get organized. And um, but but our school district really did get organized and they started distributing food for pickup from the high school. Um, But we took over um, from my front porch. We were trying to take care of the families that didn't have transportation Mm -hmm. Um, because if you're familiar with our high schools, it sits back, you know, down off of Desaurus. It's not exactly in the middle of town. So for families that don't have transportation, they couldn't get there. Um, And so we, we coordinated with the high school pantry with, with lists of families that needed deliveries. And again, it just snowballed from there. And then uh, Kit, Kit, our partner Kit, Stepped in and said, "Well, how can I help with money?" And she's she's a doer, and and she has business friends um, outside of the community as well as in the community. And she got us some money, which was great. Um, were they she, all private donations, Kim? They to were all private donations out. until Kit realized that her company, which was which is a Frigidaire Electrolux, who she works for, was doing a grant program um, specifically to help with food insecurity during COVID. Mm. We had to be a nonprofit. And at the time we were just a couple of, you know, couple of moms and a teacher, um, you know, and and a bunch of other friends collecting food and delivering it. And Kit jumped to action and she said, well, we need to be a nonprofit. So I'm going to figure out how to do that. And she did. Um, She hired a lawyer. We had a little bit of money donated. We did what we had to do and we became a nonprofit and the porch, the porch pantry was born, and we are now an official, and we're then very quickly an official 501C nonprofit, which then opened us up to be able to receive larger donations, both from individuals, from businesses, apply for grants that we may not have normally been able to do if we weren't, you know, legit, mm-hmm. so to speak.
0: And you're completely run by volunteers.
1: Completely. Um, yeah, we, we still operate out of my home. Okay. Uh, we have moved off the porch, <laughs> luckily, <laughs> um, and uh, but much to my husband's chagrin are now in the garage, but the garage oh, no. pantry, I'm the garage sure pantry, pantry just doesn't thrilled. have the same cachet as the porch pantry does. doesn't have quite the room to it. Um, and yeah, we collect food. We purchase a lot of food um, with the donations. Uh, we, again, we have been very blessed by this community, um, whether it's a $20 donation mm-hmm or a $2,000 donation, um, we've had the gamut. Um, and not just the Glen Cove community. I should say, you know, we've had many, many donations and such support from the Seacliff community. Um, mm-hmm. The moms of Seacliff, the, the, the residents of Seacliff have been so overwhelmingly supportive, um, you know, of our efforts, whether they're dropping off, you know, non-perishable foods, um, whether they're actually pitching in and doing deliveries making monetary donations or um, it sounds silly but we use fresh direct bags if anyone shops a fresh direct groceries you know for delivery they deliver their groceries in these very strong very large um they're not plastic. I wouldn't even know what they are, but these great bags. So we started putting the word out that if anyone has them, you can drop these off as well. And we use them in, in, in lieu of boxes. It's a lot easier to handle. Well, there is not a day goes by that I don't come home to a porch full of fresh direct bags. And many of those come from our Seacliff families. So we appreciate that. And our Glencoe families, of course, too. Um, but we use those like crazy. Um, and they just keep them coming, which is amazing. Um, but we were able to get um so many donations, and um uh someone that has been a really big um help to to the porch pantry is Danielle Figazi Scagliola. She has secured over 10000 dollars in private wow. donations for us. That's um, a lot of money. We would have shut down. Um, probably a year ago, if it wasn't for Danielle. Uh, Mm -hmm. She really um, has just gone to, you know, to those that she knows want to help and have the means to do it. Um, And has really, uh, I I can't say enough by what she's done for us. And in turn, then what we're able to do for food insecure families in Glen Cove. There -hmm. are many, many people who would not be getting, um, food deliveries through us. If it wasn't for Danielle, Um, it's, it's really been just amazing. And she continues to support us and get the word out and, and just, just help. She's and pitches in, you know, those deliveries. Um, I know she, she worked hard at the, at the high school pantry at the height of the pandemic, doing deliveries and, um, packing bags and giving out food, um and it's been it's been a true community effort and uh alan hudson who's one of our uh, assistant principals at the high school now that the the high school's closed over the summer he comes here to my house to pick up deliveries and does deliveries for us he
0: does them too oh my goodness so you do deliveries more than once a week
1: Yeah, we do them. I mean, we don't have a set schedule. We kind of do them as, you know, as often as we can. Mm -hmm. Um, we have partnered with Island Harvest, which is a great organization. Um, every other Friday we get a really large delivery of fresh produce, which for families that are food secure, anything fresh is, is like gold fresh, to get fresh fruits and fresh vegetables, Mm -hmm. um, as opposed to getting them out of a can, right. um, You know, nutritionally, obviously they're just so much better and it's, it's a real treat and we're so thrilled to be able to do it. So on those Fridays, when we get those big deliveries, we get about 60 boxes that are about seven pounds, a piece of produce to give out. We then load up with other groceries. um, and we do, we'll do 50 or 60 deliveries in a day. Okay. Uh, just to get out that fresh produce as quickly as we can, um, and and local businesses. I mean, we've just, you know, I can't say enough, this community, it's not we may have been the organizers of this, but but it is truly a community effort by so many people, by so many people. Mm-hmm.
0: And I just want to say bravo to to Danielle because I do think so many people want to help, and especially as the pandemic had started, and people, They wanted to be a part of something or wanted to help or donate money or donate food, but maybe they didn't know where to begin or even on like a hyper local level, which is what you are being able to do that. So I think it's wonderful that you're surrounded by people that know, you know, who to reach out to and say, hey, this organization could really use some financial help. So that's Kudos to her. How about you? Like local merchants, restaurants. Were I mean, they. I know they all struggled too. But were they able to help at all, or do they continue? They were,
1: and they they continue to. Um, one stands out. Back last holiday season, um, for Thanksgiving, uh, we had done, um, we tried our best. I think we did over 160 deliveries the week. You know, in the few days Mm -hmm. leading up to Thanksgiving. But um, a local restaurant, um, Maldon and Mionier,
0: mm-hmm.
1: up in, I think technically they're in Seacliff, um, up on Glencove Avenue, mm-hmm. they prepared um, quite a few meals, uh, like a full Thanksgiving dinner. And Thanksgiving morning, um, the, the owners and the employees delivered to some pre-identified families that we, we supplied to them. What we tried to do was choose some families that we knew of who maybe didn't have the ability to cook the meals themselves. Um, Because while aside from being food insecure, many of our families, you know, some of them might be living in a one room apartment, Mm -hmm. might be living in just a room, not even an apartment. Some don't have full kitchens, don't have ovens. Um, So while we appreciated um, the the partnerships we had with organizations that donated uh, turkeys to us, whole turkeys, we had to ensure that the people we gave the turkeys to had the ability to cook them. Not everyone did. And I'll be honest, that was something that never occurred to me in all the years that I've been volunteers in different aspects of PTA or donating just to a food drive. I never thought about someone's ability to actually prepare or cook the food you gave them. And that Mm -hmm. was something we have big Google spreadsheets. um, And that was a column in our spreadsheet was, can they cook do they have the ability to cook a turkey? Right. They're willing to cook a turkey because they didn't all. So those families were the ones we would identify to Maldon and Yay to say, hey, this family could really use this, pre- this pre-cooked, prepared, full feast. So that was lovely of them to do. Um, currently, um, the new Brendel's bagels down at Garvey's Point. Um, they reached out to us through one of their uh, residents in the Garvey's apartments, reached out to us on their behalf, I should say, uh, because at the end of each day, they have a lot of bagels left often that after sending home with employees or, or whatnot, they get thrown away. Mm-hmm. And, it was, and they really just felt like it was such a sin to do that. And they said, any day we want to come, any day, every day, we can come pick up bagels. They close at 6 p.m. So at about 5.40 p.m., good thing I'm local, <laughs> I go down and in no exaggeration at all, I'm telling you, they have been giving us two contractor bags, minimum, oh filled to the tops with bagels mm-hmm. any day that we want them. In fact, there there are days that we, I've had to call them and say, our freezers are full. I can't come take any more today because I have no place to put them. We, we just haven't gotten them all delivered yet from the last three, four right. or five days. Um, every day they give them to us and they're, that's that day's bagels. They're fresh, they're beautiful. We, we bag them up. We, as I mentioned, we have some tall standing freezers in a few garages around town and we (laughs) freeze them and we give them out to our families when we do deliveries. Um, and I mean, so that was just so generous of them, you know, of them to do, um, as you mentioned, we've tried not to tax our local Glencove restaurants too much because they've taken such a hit. Oh, they the COVID. certainly have. Um, and I know from my PTA days, they give so generously to our PTAs right. for raffles and, and 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 for events that our school does. And and Glencove has so many private nonprofits, <laughs> whether True. it's through our schools or, or, or other organizations. Um so we've tried to not, um, like I said, put too much pressure on them. Um, but but if you have reached out and, and we are more than willing to always take any help, any help that we can get. Um, ma- the majority of what we have to do, of course, is non-perishable food. Just out of necessity because we don't have the space to keep, you know, too much perishable food for, for too, too long. So, um, but, but they've been, those, those few that I mentioned have just been been great supporters and we so appreciated it.
0: And those stories just warm your heart so much, you know, that those merchants would really step up and, you know, especially like the Thanksgiving dinner and, doing what they did and then delivering it. I mean, that's just incredible. And Brendels, I mean, every day that's just fabulous. So
1: and again, like it's one thing for us to walk in with our letters of intent and our our tax information and say, "Oh, would you like to make a right. donation?" And many businesses are very willing to do that and I don't discount that. But but for someone to reach out to us whether it's through our Facebook page or through our website or just through friends of friends who might know myself or one of my co-founders or volunteers to reach out on their own, unsolicited, to offer up, you know, whatever help they can give. Right. I, I just, you know, I can't say enough about that. It's really, um, it's really terrific. Um, and the it, need is still there. I mean,
0: people still do absolutely. need to step up and show up, and you know we're still in this pandemic, and it's. I feel it's almost like a hurricane that's like whipped back around. <laughs> you know, yes. it's like I'm now worsted. we have. We're we're just we're getting hit again. So I think there's still so many people in need. And um, what is your biggest need right now at the Porch Pantry?
1: Um. I mean, it really it does there's, there's nothing that really is more important than the next, um, non-perishable canned boxed food is always welcome. We purchase hundreds of dollars a week in food. Um, so any donations, whether it's a small grocery bag, whether it's, you know, cases of, of mac and cheese, no matter what it is, it's always used. It's always needed and appreciated. Um, Money and they can just out, drop it right people, on your porch. Yeah, people drop it right on the porch at 99 McLaughlin Street, right here in Glen Cove. I'm just a few blocks up from, from Morgan Park, uh, not far from the Landing School. Um, people drop, and again, it's like the Fresh Direct bags, which we can always use right. as well. If, if you're a Fresh Direct shopper and you have all those bags laying around, right. then you I don't have to explain, you know what I'm talking about. Um Just drop them on the porch. We take them and we use them gladly, Um, and we like to feel that we like to think that it helps recycle them. They're not going into. Of course, you're upcycling. We're upcycling. It's and we we feel good about that. Um, So that's hold that
0: thought because when we come back from this break, um, we're going to really dig in a little bit more about you know where people can donate, how they can reach you, do you need volunteers, things like that. And I just really want to get the word out because I know there's so many people out there that do want to still help and be a part. So um, hold that thought, Kim. (laughs) We will be right back. We're going to take a quick break. You've been listening to Glen Cove Spotlight on 88.1 FM WCWP. Welcome back to Glen Cove Spotlight. I'm Carolyn Ipel. You're listening to 88.1 FM, WCWP.org. And Kim Valensis, co-founder of The Porch Pantry, has joined us today. And uh, Kim, thank you again for being here. Oh, and thank we you were just, so much. Yeah, it's so great. And it's so great to learn. About the porch pantry and how you're giving back. Um, and we were just touching base on how local merchants have been so supportive, you know, when they can and, and giving back. And um, again, it just makes you feel so good that there's so many local people,
1: you know, that yeah, absolutely that want um, to help. Aside from the few I've mentioned so far, um, just very recently, back on July 31st, um, a business up in Seacliff called Restoration Oak which is a lovely store um, to owned by uh, two individuals named Dina and Omar. Um, they reached out to us again, you know, on their own and said, how can we help? Um, we'd love to do an event and we'd love to have you be the ve- beneficiaries of it. So they held um, a, what they called their Rose Fest, which stood for Restoration Oak Summer Event. Um, a few weeks ago, um, up in Glen Head, and it was a vendor event, along with music and food. Um, they had raffles. We had a table set up to accept food donations, as well as monetary donations. And they also did raffles and, and accepted um, like a small admission price and raised $2,500 for the porch pantry um, all on their own, all by their, you know, by their own, um, you know, hard work and dedication of a group of people that helped Dina and Omar with this. Um, and I can't tell you how, you know, obviously how much just bluntly the money helps because we can buy more food with that. And, Mm -hmm. um, for them to, they, you know, to go out of their way to do this for us, um, they, and they didn't just write the check. They came here to the porch pantry, to see what we did to do, see what we do. Um, they brought a few of their volunteers who were going to help with the event to see it. Uh, they even brought someone with them to make a video of what we do to add to the video for this event, for their social media. And they've just continued to, to support us, um, through, through social media, the vendors that came, supported us through their social media and it just helped get the word out. Um, so so they, they were just, just really came at such a perfect time when we were kind of getting worried, like, okay, our bank accounts are starting to drop uh. a little low. Um, and, and they stepped in and it was amazing, um, they're Another, really great
0: people. I've met, yeah, them. I, I met
1: them at the farmer's market. Really great people. Would you say that's been your favorite outreach project so far? Absolutely. Absolutely. It was such a great day. Um, aside from the fact that the porch pantry was the beneficiary, they had amazing vendors and food. Um, the music was great. Um, and I know they plan to try to make this a yearly event for all the local communities. And there were people there. From Glen Cove and Seacliff and Glen Head and Roslyn and and and, and even beyond, um, and it was the weather cooperated. It was a beautiful day, and I and I know they're excited to make this kind of for the whole North Shore area uh, an annual event. And I, I I'm sure, knowing the two of them, it will continue to grow and, and be and be a success because it was really their their first time out of the gate. They just they just really did terrific.
0: It oh, that's wonderful. great. It was you also had some markets, I think uh, that have donated to the porch pantry as well. right? Yes.
1: Um, the the owner of the um of the Locust Valley market and of Holiday Farms in Glen Head. From day one, from our very first week of deliveries, um, uh, Kit, my co-founder who I mentioned earlier, Kit reached out to him the very first week when she was delivering to Simply One Family, and he gave her quite a few hundred dollars in gift cards mm-hmm. and said, here, go go get what you need. And She had two shopping carts full of food for that first family, and since then- um, the owners again of, of Locust Valley and, and um, Holiday Farms markets have we've had we've held food drives there at, at the holidays, and we've been offered to do them again. Um, they've, we've spoken to them about getting, you know, getting uh, bulk items over the, over time over these last year plus that we've been doing this. So they really have been so supportive and we so appreciate it. Because we couldn't, you know, we, they they helped us from day one and and it was it was so welcome and and they're so willing to help the local community, which is which is just great. It makes you want to shop in places that, that, that give back in that way. Of
0: course. And you want to go honor those businesses that give back and you know, just that makes you feel good about, you know, going there and, and giving them your business. So Locust Valley and Holiday Farms, is that the same owner?
1: Uh, It is as far as I know Um, at the time it was, I believe it still is Um, the Locust Valley market and the holiday farms in Glenhead. um, Yeah. They, they were very supportive. So, and, and I'm sure in the future we'll do more food drives. So keep an eye out for our table when you're, when you're shopping.
0: (laughs) Great. Well, a big thank you to them also. It really sounds like they stepped up. Kim, tell us, where can our listeners donate whether it's money or groceries, or their time? Talk to us
1: about that. Well, we have a Facebook page, The Porch Pantry. We also have an Instagram. We have a website. Again, just The Porch Pantry. You can Google it. Um, They can find myself on Facebook, and feel free to reach out to me. Um, And we are always in need of delivery people, whether you do it on a regular basis, whether you do it as you're available, um, or one time, that's fine too. We we always need extra delivery people, um, and we are our, del- our current delivery people. I can't discount though because they have just been so amazing. We have um, I have to give a shout out only because I think some of your listeners might know him. We have a Glen Cove Kiwanis member, Rich Hall, Richard Hall, who has been one of our top volunteers from day one, because the Glencove Cove Kiwanis, as I mentioned in the very beginning, supports um, the middle school food pantry. So Rich was a part of, of helping us in the beginning and has continued every week, often multiple times a week, to go out and do our deliveries. Um, he's like the U.S. Postal Service, rain, snow, sleep, sun. He's out there helping us with deliveries. And so I, I can't thank Rich enough Um uh, and a Glen Cove resident um, and an active community member. So, and, and along with so many people from our schools, parents. Um, you have people of all ages, like young people. All ages, all okay. ages. Sometimes, sometimes some of the kids at the high school or the middle school have needed uh, service hours. Mm-hmm. So, especially at the at the holidays, Thanksgiving and Christmas, when we were doing big bags, they would come and help bag. Um, of course, we're always careful because of COVID. Mm -hmm. um but sometimes they'll go with their parents or their grandparents who drive to do the deliveries it's always nice to have two people Mm -hmm. one one can do the 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 gps the other one can uh can drive and um they they help and they get service hours that way so if if you have children or grandchildren who need service hours you can send them our way we're happy to to work out something we had a we had a young man from locust valley who did a, uh, a canned veggie drive for us. And he collected over 200 cans of green beans. He did that all on his own. He made up flyers and reached out to people all over the community and dropped off over 200 cans of green beans to us some months back.
0: Oh, my gosh. Um,
1: That's so wonderful. if anybody's children want to do that, want to coordinate their own food drive, we are always happy to to give them the service hours that they deserve and uh, and to take the help because it's it's always always needed. Um, we have a Venmo as well for donations and PayPal, also all under the porch pantry. Um, and because are there we are any private, things like
0: dry goods that are most needed, like that people could drop off at your house?
1: Um, the, the the most standard things that we try to give out um, are things like peanut butter because of the protein content. Um pasta, sauce, anything canned, vegetables, fruit, um uh I'm sure I'm forgetting things. Oh, things like tuna fish or canned okay. chicken um is always welcome, are always welcome. Um we how about like milk that's like um
0: uh, like in a not in a can, but I've seen them in like a, a cardboard like not, a card, that's, Uh yeah right. shelf
1: stable milk shelf stable that's it Absol- now believe me I know these terms didn't <laughs> didn't roll off my tongue so easy before I did shelf stable milk is is a treat is a real treat is always welcome um, and while we typically don't accept non perishable food or pre cooked food we do have some exceptions if you own a restaurant if you own a business. That is food certified and you, you know, we've had situations where someone has called and said, I have a tray of baked ziti that didn't get picked up, or that got made and was not needed. Can Mm -hmm. you take two trays of baked ziti, one tray of chicken parm, something along those lines, let's say, that sort of thing from, um, from a business from a restaurant or a deli, or something along those lines, we're happy to take. We have to do a little coordinating, but okay. sometimes we'll even pick it up and get it delivered right away. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyone can drop off non-perishable foods anytime on the porch, again, at 99 McLaughlin Street in Glencove, um, because whether it's one box of mac and cheese or a case, we will always use it. We will always right. find it and put it to good use. Um, and How about using- things like diapers, formula, Yeah, we actually have a bit, we call her the baby lady, our our good partner, our good friend, Lorena, who is actually um, also works at our Glencove Middle School. And she lives just around the corner from me. And she coordinates and handles for us all of our baby families. Um, So as I'm sure most people realize, you know, if you have a baby that wears a size two diapers, they, you know, you can't give them size six. If they take a certain type of formula, that's what they need. So she coordinates all that. Um, Sometimes we will put out on social media and ask for a certain size of diapers that we need more or a certain type of formula. Mm -hmm. But even if someone just has extra leftover unopened formula or diapers, their child outgrew, um, we're happy to take it and put it because we will always have a family sooner rather than later that will need it Um, because we're still servicing close to 275 families. A on week. a regular basis. Wow. They, sadly, we don't have the ability to get to them every week always. Okay. Um, but of on our list, um, that's where we're at. Um, I would say we try to get to about 90 to 100 families a week the best okay. we can. And then, of course, w- during the big holidays, we try to get to everyone within like the two week window of that holiday. Mm-hmm. But the more volunteers we have, the more we can get to. Um, At the up- holidays, do you look for families
0: maybe to adopt a family like for Thanksgiving that would bring like a turkey and all the trimmings like you would say this particular family, something we do. like that?
1: Uh, that's exactly okay. what we did this past holiday season. Thanksgiving was our biggest adoption event, I guess you would call it, um, we we had I I can't even count how many people uh, probably well over sixty to seventy five individual individuals and and other families who adopted one of our families and who would do just that we would give them of course we always keep everyone's dignity and um um you know their their information private but we would tell them how many were in the family how many children if we could tell them the age of the children we would. Mm-hmm. Because um, we try to get as much information about the families we help as possible, so that we can help them in the best way. Um, and we had so many that were adopted, and that, like, so for example, if you adopted a family and you knew it was a mom and dad and two children, you picked up all the fixings for their Thanksgiving dinner. Um, very often, people picked up extras, breakfast items, and, and treats for the kids, and delivered it to that family, you know, at a predetermined time. Um, and then at Christmas um, and the December holidays, we did that as well. And we actually had about 20 to 30 very generous individuals who not only provided food, but wanted to provide gifts for some of the children. Uh, typically throughout the year, we just don't have the ability to take things like toys and books mm-hmm. or clothes, but we did facilitate at, at, the, at the December holidays, at the Christmas holiday we, we tried to get some wish lists from some parents, some families that we have worked with a long time so that um, our amazing, our little angels could go out and deliver to them um, and give, and give some of at least the children, you know, a special holiday. So, so that was, that was just amazing. That was just amazing for them to do. Um, but yes, we, I mean, and we're open to ideas and suggestions. We've evolved over this last year and a half, um, and you know, changed how we do things, when we do things, um, and we just we just do the best I can, best we can, you know, each week. And so we can't do it anymore. <laughs> right, Kim. What surprised
0: you the most about this venture and and just starting the Porch Pantry and working, you know, with Kit and Kirsten?
1: Um, I mean, I think just the continued generosity. For all this time, I mean, we're we're well past the year and a half mark that we've started this, um, and it just continues. Um, in the beginning, people would say to, to me, how long are you going to keep doing this? And to Kit and to Kirsten, and we'd say, well, when the money runs out, we'll stop. And the money hasn't run out, which is mm-hmm. just such a blessing. Because just when we think, oh, okay, we might have to start... You know, passing this on to another organization or, or or trying to ask someone else to take on some of our families, um, like I said, you have someone like Restoration Oak that steps up, or you have someone like Danielle Fugazi Scagliola who, who calls and says, hey, I have some money donated for you, um, so we keep doing it. Um, and I guess I shouldn't be surprised because I know what a wonderful community we live in, but you know, the, the, the continued generosity. It's like people have, haven't gotten sick of us yet. (laughs) So, um, and it's really amazing. And again, as I mentioned before, there are, there are a lot of great organizations in Glen Cove, whether Mm -hmm. it's other, other food pantry types of things, um, that, that help feed food insecure families or school related organizations or community related organizations, um, so, so the people around are used to kind of being asked to step up to help, um, but they don't get tired of it. Um, and it just really speaks to where we live, I think, um, you know, in Glen Cove, of course, predominantly, but also in our surrounding towns like Seacliff mm-hmm. and, and Locust Valley, the support we've received.
0: Mm-hmm. Neighbors helping neighbors. Absolutely. A hundred percent. And people just opening their hearts and their wallets and doing whatever they can. So, um, and again, I just want to remind people, if you have any donations you'd like to make to Kim, you can actually drop them at The Porch Pantry at 99 McLaughlin Street in Glen Cove. The Porch Pantry is also on Facebook. It is also on Instagram. Um, I'm sure, Kim, you're constantly updating as new needs arise and, you know, money is needed, things like that. And I would say keep putting it out there to people. And anytime you have another food drive, it may be one of the markets, you know, keep advertising it. I I just think I speak for so many that people do want to help and do want to give back. And I just want to say thank you so much for joining us today and for taking an hour out of your day to be with us. Um, and you are just
1: all heart. And I am so proud to know you. And well, thank you. And thank you for giving, you know, giving us this opportunity to, to spread the word because we do still hear from people that have never heard of us who say, oh, we, I didn't know that you were there that I could drop off food or that I could help or so. So thank you for, for, you know, for having me on and letting me talk about talk about this thing and, and all the great work everyone else has done to help us.
0: Great. Good. And if anybody has any questions, you can reach out to me or you can reach out to Kim directly at the porch pantry.com or is it org.
1: Uh, we are dot com right now.
0: OK, yeah. so the porch dot com. You can also find them on Instagram and on uh, Facebook. So please look there and continue to be a great neighbor to the porch pantry. So, Kim, thank you again. Carolyn, we thank will you. see you. <laughs> and um, you've been listening to Glen Cove Spotlight on 88.1 FM WCWP. I'm Carolyn Ipel. Until next time, wishing you all well. Take care.